What, we're doing another one? So soon? What are you, nuts? From approximately coast to coast, remember, you break it, you bought it. This is the Incomparable Radio Theater, brought to you by MailRoute. Three, two, one, contact! Take off, eh? Look up in the clouds. It's the defenders of truth, justice, and the Canadians, eh? It's the Sky Mounties in the adventure of the Saskatoon Two-Step. That's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty. There you go, eh? Thanks very much, eh? May I help the next person? I thought you'd never ask. Oh, jeez, eh? Put all the money in the sack, and then go to the next window and do the same, etc., etc. But this money belongs to our customers. <gasps> I guess I'm your biggest customer now, huh? Yes, sir. There you go, sir. What? No free toaster? I'm sorry, sir. Those are only for new customers. I'm your newest customer, am I not? One toaster coming right up. Nobody cheats Black Jack Petank out of a toaster. No, sir. Here you go, sir. Enjoy your toast, sir. So long, farewell, of Witherzen, toodaloo. Guards! Guards! After him, eh? Where did he go? Look up. Oh, jeez. Up, up, and then get away! <laughs> and so we find our intrepid heroes back at Diefenbacher Field awaiting their next assignment. Sergeant Hamilton Ham Conrad is busy fiddling with his radio while Sergeant Gee Guy Philippe cooks brunch. Come in, Chris Edward. Come in, PEI. How do you want your back bacon, huh? No, just back bacon. So what's with the radio there, then? I'm not sure, but I think somebody might have been gnawing on the wires. Skyler! Oh, he wouldn't do that. He's a good boy, aren't you? Well, if it wasn't him, and it certainly wasn't me. Inspector Farthing. At ease, men. There's been another bank robbery in Saskatoon, and the local constabulary has asked for our help. Another one? That makes three this month. Three? That's a veritable crime wave. Based on descriptions from the latest robbery, I think we can safely say this is the work of Black Jacques Patank. You don't say. I do say. What makes you say that? He announced himself at this robbery. Something about no one cheating Black Jacques out of a toaster. Très bizarre. What's more, his getaway car is not a car. It would appear to be a phenomenon of some sort. What in the blue blazes? A bank teller at this last event described him as simply floating up into the clouds, surrounded by fire. Sacra blue blazes. Hey, chaps. The ball of bobcats gassed up and goosed to go, go, go. Thanks, Penny. Hey, Pop. Hello, Penny. How's the airfield treating you? Whiz bang, Pop. I turned the ball of bobcats' engines to almost 30% farther on. Yes, well, that's good. Your mother was wondering how you were doing. Gosh, Pop. I called her just last week and Gentlemen, really... I suggest you gear up and get to Saskatoon before Patank strikes again. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. Well, guess there's no time for back bacon now. Out of the frying pan. And after the mysterious fire. Come on, Skylar. Let's go. You too. Be careful up there. We'll be back before you can say parliamentary democracy and constitutional monarchy. Now, Penny, let's talk about you giving up this whole airplane mechanic thing. Ah, oh, jeez, Pop. Let it go already. We'll return to the adventures of the Sky Mounties after this exciting word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, sleepyhead. Nothing says breakfast quite like a hot, refreshing bowl of oatmeal. Ah, this oatmeal isn't hot or refreshing. It's all mushy. I won't eat it and you can't make me. Mushy oatmeal? Well, I can't go for that, no. Nor can you. The next time you want oatmeal with breakfast, why not go Dutch with Holland Oats? I want my Holland Oats. That's right. Holland Oats, fresh from the grain-rich lowlands, just outside Amsterdam. We mill and grind our oats the old-fashioned way. All of our oat dancers are decked out in traditional wooden clogs. The first steps remove the outer hull. Then, after cleaning and heating the oats, the final step dancers grind them into the oatmeal kids ask for by name. Yum. This oatmeal tastes like tulips and windmills and oatmeal. Oh boy, that's right, kids. Holland Oats. They'll make your dreams come true. Boy, these shoes are just too narrow. Hmm, you don't say. Mine are too short. Uh, I'm sorry. Those are the only sizes we have in those styles. Dang it. Are you tired of shoes that are too small, too narrow, too short? Well, friend, looks like you need to try some shoes from the Sullivan Shoe Company. At Sullivan, we aim to fit everyone, whether big and tall, long or wide. One shoe company fits all. Say, these shoes fit just right. So do these. I'll take two. Coming right up. You know what they say. Variety's the size of life. So step on down to your local shoe-teak today and ask for Sullivan. You'll be the toast of the town in Sullivan's really big shoes. And now, the Sky Mounties return in the thrilling conclusion of The Adventure of the Saskatoon Two-Step. Geez, Ham, all I'm saying is it's ours. Surely these donut shops have determined that this, though small, is the most appropriate size for their parking areas. <coughs> Easy, boy. What is it? <coughs> Ball of fire, two o'clock. Good boy, Skyler. Goody. How is that floating like that? This would be the phenomenon the inspector mentioned. There has to be a logical explanation, doesn't there? Look, it flared. Let's see if we can swing around and get a better look at it. He's shooting at us. I hadn't noticed. It looks like there's a tank of some sort. That must be what's fueling the fire. Just like a hot air balloon. But where's the balloon? I think he's reloading. Let's go. Look at that! What is it? The draft off the Bella Bobcat is making him wobble in the air. Again, as if there were a balloon, which means... The balloon must be invisible! Sacred balloon. But how? It sure seems unlikely for a petty bank robber like Black Jacques Petain, that's for sure. So what do you propose we do? Well, invisible balloon, invisible basket. How else could he stand there? If you take the yoke... You're not thinking. And we buzz around again, I'll jump. That is insane. I'll have a parachute, so... Skyler, no! Go away! Mon dieu, 
He made it. All right, take the oath. Geronimo! Uh-huh. Down, boy! Down! Don't move, Sky Mountain, or the dog gets it. Take that, Black Jacques. Good boy, Skylar, good boy. What's that, boy? Uh... By Gar, you're right. That's not Black Jacques Patonk at all. That's the dastardly inventor and mad genius, Professor Megalito Levesque. Kills you, Sky Mountain. That explains the invisible balloon. It's all some scientific gym crackery of yours, isn't it? I bet you were robbing banks to finance an even bigger scheme, framing Black Jacques in the process. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it hadn't been for your meddling dug. It's just that your mother is concerned that perhaps... Pop, you're just gonna have to accept it. This is who I am. Just delivered Professor Levesque to the Saskatoon authorities, sir. Nice work, men. And Scholar. If it weren't for him... <gasps> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Though I have to say, that's not the kind of dogfight I was expecting up there. <laughs> <laughs> and now, it's Elsinore time. Beauty, eh? And so concludes another exciting adventure high in the skies above the Great White North with the Sky Mounties! Finley Quality Network, FQN. And now it's time for the adventures of everyone's favorite teen sleuth, Jenny Lane, Girl Detective. It's time for the radio news. Maybe we can find some new mysteries to solve. But Jenny, I'm the district attorney. You don't have to look for mysteries on the radio. I could find... What am I saying? Top of the hour, here's our lead headline. We're investigating a break-in at the local mail depot. Oddly, criminals seem to have flooded the depot with unwanted mail. Police Gosh, are on the Pop, lookout. who would do such a thing? It does seem awfully random. <sighs> if only they'd been using something like MailRoute. Mail what now? MailRoute. It's a trusted team in the field of messaging and email messaging. Imagine opening your mail and seeing only the legitimate messages you want and need to receive. MailRoute can make that happen. It's easy to set up, reliable, trusted by large universities, corporations. Using them is simple and saves you money. There's nothing to install, nothing to maintain. It just works. How is he doing that? Pretty cool, huh, Pop? If you're an email admin or IT pro, they built all the tools with you in mind. They even have an API for easy account management. Start a risk-free trial today. You don't even need a credit card. Just sign up, change your MX records, and your mailbox and hardware are completely protected. Mail route when you just want to read your mail. Must be a slow news day. In other news, a body was found at the old mill on Stone Break Hill this morning. Pop, a case. Let's go. Hang on, Jenny. Let's let the police handle it. MailRoute. For a world without spam, viruses, or bounced emails, visit MailRoute.net slash Snell and receive 10% off for the lifetime of your account. You've been listening to the Exposition News. Thanks a lot. You're welcome, Mr. Lick. Blazing hot curling action when Western Canadian Major League Curling comes to most of your Finley Quality Network affiliates. Tune in for what could be a clean sweep when the Whistler Mothers fire up the Vulcan Forges at the Old Fire Hall this Saturday afternoon. This one's sure to be a scorcher. Major League Curling, match of the week. Catch it. 
This is a Gotham Cigarettes news update. And now, the man with the news, Carl Phillips. Dateline, Santa Mira, California. Recent storms that brought not only rain, but seed pods to the drought-ridden area may turn out to be more curse than blessing. For more on this, we take you to Howie Coke in the field. Howie, come in, Howie. How come we have the budget to send Howie off to wherever and I'm stuck in the newsroom day in and day out? What's that, Dutchie? Oh, it seems that we lost that connection to Howie Coke. Maybe if he were, oh, more experienced with the field microphones like a certain rugged newsman. More on this story as it develops. Gotham cigarettes, remember. Smoke them if they're Gotham. The year, 1904. The place, Whitehorse in the Yukon. Robert W. Service is toiling as a teller for the Imperial Bank of Canada. But he yearns to be more. He yearns to be a poet. And there you are. The following is reconstructed from original documents and journals, reported as live events by the Finley Quality News Division. And now, there you are. Banking may be a stable profession, but surely there's more to life than counting paper. Well, you're going to recite something at the recital on Sunday, right? Indeed I am, lass. I'm thinking about reading Gunga Din again. Or maybe Casey at the bat. Excuse me, Mr. Service? Mr. White? I couldn't help but overhear. You know, we all know those poems by heart as well. Aye, this is true. Why don't you write something for it yourself? Give us something about our own bit of earth. Och, I don't know, Mr. White. What is there poetic about White Horse? What is there poetic about a baseball player striking out? Well, now there's pathos in his inability to hit the ball. There's a rich pastry there waiting for someone to work. Why don't you go in and stake it? I bet you could put some nice words together, Bob. Well, gosh, Lou, if you think so, I guess I could try. That's the Klondike spirit. And now I'll note that old John Groot went out and about in a no. No, that's no good at all. There were a young wife out of yellow knife had a laddie buckshed. I can't even finish that one. So Klondike Sal met with her pal in the airy or the... Oh, jeez, eh? That's awful, too. Hey, Bob, how's it going? Eh? What's wrong? Look around. What is there to write about in this dinky little town? Sounds like a grand old time over there at the Malamute Saloon. Eh, it's just another bird calling contest. <laughs> they sound like loons. They certainly do. No, I mean the bird. Oh. What the heck is wrong with you, McGrew? That weren't no loon. It were too! It were a willow ptarmigan, and you knows it. You done did that one last week. It were a loon. Oh, I don't know it. They take bird calls seriously here. Oh, just a bunch of overgrown boys with nothing to do when they're not out for gold. 
We're almost out of gold. <gasps> Eureka! I think I've got it! Say, did I hear someone say Willow Ptarmigan? A bunch of the boys were whooping it up at the Malamute Saloon. The kid that handles the music box was hitting a jag-time tune. By jingo, that's it! Robert W. Service, author of The Shooting of Dan McGrew. Tune in again next time when we hear Robert say... The woman that kissed him and pinched his poke was the lady that's known as Lou. Sorry, what's a poke? And why would I pinch it? This show is history. And there you are. Sunrise over the Yukon. The cool north wind kissing your brow. Oh, to Canada. The cry of a loon as it glides across the glass-topped Hudson's Bay. The loon, why does she cry? A beaver dives below to shore up her dam. Nice beaver. Thank you. The musk of a bull moose at the height of the season, where pines and maples grow. It's perfume, eh? Oh, to Canada. Oh, to Canada. Oh, to Canada. The perfume for when you want to smell like your home and native land. Oh, to Canada. Oh, to Canada. And now, a cologne for him. Lumberjack. Lumberjack. Oh, how I pine for your true north, standing strong and free. Lumberjack. Now at Eaton's, Hudson's Bay, and wherever fine Canadian products are sold. Timber. Coming soon to the Finley Quality Network, it's the Eisenhower Variety Hour with your host and Supreme Commander, General Dwight David Eisenhower. This week, the General welcomes ventriloquist Wally Berman and his little friend Woody. That was a lovely joke, Woody. It wasn't so much of a joke as a bon mot, really. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Sounds like the General's upset about something over there. (laughs) This is radio! Why do we have a ventriloquist on the so, Woody, I know we were going to sing that duet, but I'm awfully parched. Why don't you take a drink while I sing? <laughs> and you're moving your lips! God help us, he's moving his lips! I know this is radio, but have some respect for the art! The General also has a special musical guest in store. Or guests. And now a plucky family of singers I discovered on my last tour of Germany. A tour of duty, that is. They're awfully cloying, but boy, can they sing! The Von Klump family! All that and more novelty acts than you can shake a swagger stick at. Late spinning? This is no way to run a railroad. Mark my words, heads will roll! That's next time on the Eisenhower Variety Hour, coming ashore Sunday night on most of these Finley Network affiliates. You know, that Eisenhower guy, I like the cut of his jib. Lovely voice, too. The incomparable radio theater star Georgia Dow, Guy English, David Z. Lohr, Renee Ritchie, and Stephen Shapansky, as well as me, Philip Michaels. It was written by David J. Lohr, directed by Serenity Caldwell, produced and edited by Jason Snell, and featured music by Christopher Breen. All right, it's Elsinore time.